0: The following program, the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the ACUNET Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of AccuNet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands.
1: Welcome to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from AcuNet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's Brian and David Wickert.
0: Welcome to the AcuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Brian Wickert, the licensed real estate broker with AcuNet Realty Advisors and majority owner of AcuNet Mortgage, along with my son, David, who's our Chief Client Experience Officer and Senior Loan Consultant at, at the Mortgage Company. If you have a question or a comment, you can call or text us on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616-1620. And remember, you can get a podcast of today's show wherever you normally get your podcast. So, David, a big week for uh, economic reports. Uh, last week, what were our two items on the menu?
2: The Two big ones included the Federal Reserve's Open Market Committee met Tuesday and Wednesday, and they, and then Chair Powell does his normal press conference then in the afternoon. We can come back to what he said, but the real uh, market mover was the Friday jobs report. Every Friday, nearly every Friday, unless the first Friday is maybe the first day of the month, the Bureau of Labor Statistics releases their non-farm payrolls. Expectations for this January was the American economy was going to add 180,000. That was the forecast. And it came in at mm, basically double, 353,000 new jobs created in January. And that
0: sent rates the wrong way. Yeah, and the whole reason for that is that uh, we're looking to fight inflation here. Inflation is the enemy of interest rates. And so we've had the Fed jacking up rates on fear of inflation because what did we touch in the summer of 20, was it 3 or 2? Maybe 8.9. Yeah, and that's bad because if you're a a bank or any other investor holding on to mortgages or other long-term interest-bearing investments, hey, if you're lending money at six and inflation is at nine, you're losing money. And so that's the real underlying problem. We had the Fed crank up short-term rates called the Fed funds rate. And what that affects for you and me is the prime rate, which is, is that an eight and a quarter right now, David, I think? Uh, Yes. Either eight and a quarter or eight and a half. And that's the rate that People pay on their home equity, eight and a half, okay, on their home equity lines of credit, on their credit cards, uh, things like that. So, you know, you're trying to put the pinch on consumers because remember consumers make up two thirds of America's economy and you're trying to get them to spend less money. How do you do that? Make it more expensive for them to borrow money, to buy a car, to buy a home, to carry debt on their credit card because you're trying to cool off the demand side of the supply demand equation. The other thing that the Fed wouldn't mind, and has definitely not happened, is if a few more people lost their jobs, because that takes steam out of the economy too. We're sitting, what was it, 3.7 percent? Yes. For a unemployment rate, in other words, flip that around, 96.3 percent of people who want jobs have them, and and so you know you take that plus 353,000 more people getting jobs, and that's not good for inflation. Uh, David did you see they also uh, the government revised its November uh, December jobs report yeah. and said yeah you know what we thought there was like 200,000 new jobs it's really 333,000 so i can't emphasize enough how smoking hot a 353,000 new job report is it's hot
2: uh, Can I just tell you, my other new favorite tool, so the Federal Reserve is made up of, I'm going to just call them branches, Uh, and the Atlanta branch has something called GDP Now, which is a Mm. calculation of like, what do we think right now the economy is growing at? And their February 1st estimate was a 4.2%
0: GDP growth, which is smoking yeah there was a time i remember where i think it was during the obama administration they're like we can't get this economy to grow faster than two percent no matter what we do so now here we are double that another thing that was not good for interest rates was wage inflation you had year over year hourly uh earnings average hourly earnings were up four and a half percent against an expectation of 4.1 percent. The only little interesting nerdy thing is that, well, the average hourly work week went down by two-tenths of an hour per week, so maybe that was a neutral. But by and large, what happened was, with all these changes, we, we had been having a good week in interest rate land. But then on Friday, this is on a $310,000 purchase price, which happens to be the median sales price for January, which we're going to get to in a second. Uh, If you're going to borrow 75% of that purchase price, low overhead AccuDat could deliver still a 6.625% 30-year fixed rate. That's if you're willing to pay three-eighths of a point in points, which is only $872. Uh, So still a whale of a lot better than it was when we were tickling eight percent back in the fall but not as good as we had before the jobs report david i was on wisconsin's afternoon news on thursday with john mercure Mm -hmm. talking about baby boomers not willing to list their homes for sale let's talk a little bit about supply and demand in the real estate market when we come back you're listening to the accurate mortgage and realty show on wisconsin's radio station am620 wtmj
1: Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: Welcome back and thanks for tuning in today. That's uh, David the Younger over there. I'm Brian the Elder over here. Wickert, last name. And uh, David, last Thursday I was on Wisconsin's Afternoon News with John Mercure. And you know what? Earlier in the week, I was on WBBM in Chicago. They must have read some similar article that was out there about how boomers are not willing to sell their homes, and that's causing problems for, you know, first-time homebuyers and others that want to move up the property ladder, and uh, that is known as, do you know the name that I'm going to say right now for the effect? Mm, Interest rate lockup? Yeah, lockup or lock-in effect. You know, and it just stands to reason if you, uh, you know, were lucky enough to lock in a 30-year fixed rate at 2.5 or 2.75 during the height of the pandemic, Mm kind of hard to let go of that and trade it in for something else. Um, You know, and so if you're a boomer sitting there with a cheap mortgage, you know, it's just kind of like, you know what, maybe we just close the doors and we don't heat those three bedrooms upstairs in our big colonial Mm -hmm. that we raised our kids in, Yeah, Uh, you know. And so that is an issue, but here is the silver lining. Uh, If I look at uh, 2023 uh, total sales in the five-county Milwaukee metropolitan area, and I compare that, I'm going to compare it to a normal year, which is 2019. Home sales are only down 22%. It's not like they're down 50% because of the interest rate lockup, right? Yeah, it's it's, and the numbers are we're off 4,800 sales Uh, last year uh, transactions handled by realtors who are members of the National Association of Realtors totaled uh, just under 16,900. Again, that's 4,800 fewer than what occurred in 2019, a normal year. You want to take a guess at how much the median sales price is up from
2: 2019?
0: Like 44% good guess 36% okay. we are up $82,000 for the median price that's for condos and single family detached I mean, that's, combined
2: yeah but and you just described a, a five county you know big to to describe it in such a large bucket broad yeah yeah is what's
0: well, better than the nation Yes. Or the state, which is what, you know, hey, I sent you an email, maybe we can talk about it later in the show, you know, talking about the latest Case-Shiller Home Price Index numbers, and I'm like, oh, prices are down. Well, not really. Whoa. They're only down in like San Francisco and at one other place or something, but, you know, all real estate is local. And the the other, I guess, um, fact that I want to share is let's, let's talk about the supply side, because that's what this reason for this interview that i did and hey what's the supply side looking like and so if i were to tell you that in uh, january here this month just passed we uh, saw listings with real estate agents of 1129 homes uh that's only 75 fewer than january of 2023 but you know do you think that had anything to do with the sub-zero temperatures and I mean, two feet of snow?
2: Yeah, which means that January could have been, you, you're, you're you're painting January 2024 as positive as can be, in, at yeah. least in comparison to last year. Last, last
0: year. But let's talk about a normal year like 2019, mm-hmm. where 600 listings light. In 2019, we saw a little over 1,700 new condo and single-family detached homes coming on the market. So this is all about comparison. What are you comparing to? The bottom line is that it's it's a, starting out to be another tight inventory year. And even though Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are predicting lower interest rates throughout 2024, Hopefully getting down to under 6%. Fannie Mae's most recent forecast we mentioned last week says, hey, 5.8% uh, by the fourth quarter of 2024. We are telling people, do not wait. Because what's going to happen when rates come down, David? Uh, more buyers. It's, it, you're, what you're asking
2: me is, will buyers rush back into it more or will sellers rush back into it more? And the answer is, buyers are going to come back to the table uh in bigger numbers should rates come down even if rates come down like you said to sub six i don't think it's going to dislodge the number of sellers it would take for a one for one correct Um, yeah
0: yeah yeah the supply is going to go up marginally whereas the demand could go up A lot all right when we come back let me give you the numbers uh, for the end of last year and also this year I'm going to give you call it the hotness index yeah how many people are paying over ask uh, what percentage of people are paying over asking in the five-county Milwaukee metro area and then we got some stories to share too I got a boomer story of somebody who did give up their 2.625 interest rate all that more coming up right after this break you're listening to the academic mortgage and realty show on AM 620 WTMJ
1: getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AcuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ.
0: Welcome back, and thanks again for spending some time with us uh, on your Sunday morning. So, you know, David, you know I like pivot tables in Excel and grinding data. And so I downloaded, I've got all the data here up on my screen looking at uh, the five-county Milwaukee metro area home sales over the last many months, going all the way back to 2022. And what I've done is I've, I've sliced and diced it to tell myself and anybody who cares to listen, you know, what percentage of people are paying over asking? And guess what? It is seasonal. Uh, it's a lot different number when you're talking about, and, and it's eerily similar. I'll give you this nugget in July of 2023. of home buyers paid over asking, and that includes almost half paid $10,000 or more over asking in July. Oh, let me go back to July of 2022. Oh, 63% paid over asking and 44% paid 10 grand over asking spookily similar. What do you think it was so far for recorded sales in January of 2024, David? Mm-hmm. 37%. And the answer is 33%. You're a pretty good guesser. Okay. And only 12% of people pay 10 grand or more of are asking. That's kind of similar to December. I mean, you can literally, if I were to chart this, it just starts sliding down through the fall, you know, so buying a home. When it's cold out, and by the way, let me just tell you, February of last sellers year, sellers need it more.
2: Yeah, in yeah. when it's cold out, and they'll they they want to say yes, quit faster to, to anybody.
0: And just to say it again, eerily similar to last January of twenty twenty three, thirty two percent of people paid over asking. Um, the corollary of that, of course, there's two thirds of people paid at or under asking in January, then that starts to climb. In February, it goes to 43% last year, then 50% in March, 59% in April, and then kind of stuck at 64% throughout the summer before it starts to come down again. So the other cool thing about Wisconsin, unlike other markets that we serve, is that it is relatively inexpensive uh, to refinance in the Badger State. Mm -hmm. And so that's why with the prognosis for interest rates coming down over the rest of this year and into 2025 you know our our best advice is buy as soon as you can as soon as you can find a home that you want to call your own and then let's not overspend on closing costs i mean we will if you want us to but you know the chances are that I've we're
2: had a be couple get, clients on, yeah. on the on the you know, do we invest to get the rate lower? I've had some clients choose that because it made them feel more comfortable that that was a sure thing more than the anticipation of rates coming down. Whatever their, you know, whether it was one year or two years, for them what made them comfortable was, you know what, I know I got this um, in hand.
0: That's an emotional, you know, an insurance company would never do that, right? Correct, And, and that feeds right into everything we know about financial decision making is yeah. a lot more about emotion than it is about facts. Because if you look at the well, numbers. But, but again,
2: I'm the, neither you nor I are going to argue
0: with people. We're just no.
2: going to present and be like, are you asking me my personal opinion? I'll
0: tell you, yeah. Well, no, it's more than a personal opinion. It's a a data-informed professional opinion. You know, that, that I can't guarantee it, right? Because you also might lose your job,
2: well, right? Right
0: yeah a lot of things can happen but you know the numbers the statistics would uh, and i've got a story to go along with that here coming up after the news break before we get before we get too far removed
2: from your on your baby boomer thing by the way uh just talking about dislodging that inventory the only rate that is better than the two or three or four percent that that cohort might have on the borrowed money is the zero percent that they would pay on the proceeds should they sell that property and use it you know as part of getting to whatever their next chapter might be equity is a tool and it's being mindful of you know when you have a good enough reason to go on to your next chapter you've got tools whether it's equity or the borrowed money to figure out what that next chapter is
0: that's a good point and let's also not forget david that 60 only 65 percent of wisconsin households have mortgages on their property right so 35 percent of people don't care right like yeah interest rates whatever and to your point if you're a boomer that's downsizing you know what you have going your way and we're happy to help you do the math is you know if you're selling that six hundred thousand dollar home, and you're downsizing to you know a three fifty or four hundred thousand dollar condo, you know your monthly payment may not be that much different because you're going to have a smaller mortgage having rolled exactly. over all that equity. All right, when we come back, I've got a couple stories uh, in helping Florida clients that I'll share with you. But right now it's time to turn it over to the WTMJ Breaking News Center
1: don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome
0: back and thanks again for tuning into today's show. I'm Brian Wickert, the elder, and that's my son over there, David Wickert, the taller, uh, more handsome and younger uh, of the Wickert uh, duo on the morning radio show. And so, David, I was lucky enough to talked to a couple of uh, pat well, they are actually past customers, uh, but one of them didn't know that we loaned money in Florida. And so we had helped this person like 12 years ago and on the refinance of their Wisconsin home, primary residence, and they had paid that off. Uh, And so now they are, guess what, want to spend some time in the sunshine. And so they are buying a new construction home in the Naples area. And what is true about builders in a lot of places, but nowhere more than in Florida and probably Arizona too and other, you know, place with lots of new construction, they have affiliated lenders. And so he says, you know, I just don't know what I should do about my mortgage. And he's a retired attorney. So it's like, awesome. One of my other clients who is a friend of mine as well who we helped buy last year in Florida says, you got to call Brian Wicker. He says, well, I got my loan from Brian, you know, 12 years ago, but I didn't know the loan money in Florida. So hello world. We lend money all throughout the state of Florida. And so he sent me the loan estimate from the affiliated uh, finance company. And you know this because you're a licensed Florida originator, David, what is different about getting a mortgage in Florida than getting a mortgage in Wisconsin? the quick answer is it's more expensive the longer answer
2: is florida doesn't have a state income tax they still need to raise revenue via other means and real estate transactions are is one bucket that they reach for in order to generate that tax revenue
0: and specifically mortgages there are these two taxes that you pay only if you get a mortgage, it's literally a mortgage tax. And then the other thing that's true is title insurance is way more expensive in Florida. Uh, Furthermore, what these builders do in Florida and probably lots of other places, they say, hey, we're gonna give you this $5,000 closing credit, uh, but only if you use our title company. And if you get a mortgage, on this property in Florida you also have to use our affiliated mortgage company to get, to, get, 5, to
2: get the credit yeah
0: yeah so so the good news is that it was an either or so as long as we don't put a mortgage on the Florida property he still gets the five thousand dollars because we're still going to use their affiliated title company oh, so he nice. doesn't give that up mm-hmm. but we are skipping all the expenses of mortgage lending in Florida, and what's the other thing? Did I mention that Florida is it's a secondary residence? Mm. What's the difference between well, that and Wisconsin?
2: A secondary residence now does not get as good a pricing as if it could be classified as your primary. And from what your from from your client, it sounds like they're not in a position where they could classify the Florida house as their primary that is correct they
0: have no intention of you know being out of wisconsin for more than six months i got you so so you know i started looking at the numbers and and it's like you know what we're going to do did i mention his house in wisconsin is free and clear we're going to pull all the cash out of his primary residence because then we don't have the taxes on the mortgage We don't have the high title insurance costs. It's his primary residence. Now we're gonna get a little less favorable pricing because it's gonna be a cash out refinance up to the maximum. But the refinance costs in Wisconsin are really low. So all we have to do is wait six months until this cash out transaction loses its scarlet letter, I'm gonna call it, of being a cash out refinance, which hopefully will correlate with interest rates coming down. So we're going to do a big cash out refinance um, on his Wisconsin house and, and use that money along with some cash he was already intending to use to buy the house in Florida. Now, what is the other possible fly in that ointment of doing a huge cash out refi? Relative to well, your tax return. Relative to your tax what? Well, relative to your tax. Home equity debt is no longer tax deductible. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Under the 2017 Tax Reform Act, but I asked him, "Do you itemize your tax, your deductions?" Oh, let me look. Nope, I take the standard deduction. Oh, well, okay. awesome. Uh, yeah. Which means it doesn't matter. The tax deductibility of your mortgage interest does not matter because you're not writing that down on your on your report. So we're going to save him. I estimate at least six thousand dollars probably closer to 8,000 because we're going to angle for a no loan cost refinance in anticipation he you know he's more of an insurance minded you know analytical guy yeah so he is you know I've got him thinking the same way I am which is don't spend the money on this cash out refi we want to hold those down because we're gonna have another kick at this can and lower your and maybe more than one too. you read me possibly that's right. Yeah, we might have multiple gigs at that can. All right, when we come back, I don't know, David, if you've got a story. i got another one in my hip pocket come about uh, somebody who did give up their 2.625% mortgage with an interesting twist. You're listening to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620
1: WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Thanks again for tuning in and joining us
0: on this uh, Sunday morning. I'm Brian Wickert, the uh, majority owner of Accident Mortgage and also a licensed real estate broker, although I should probably point out that I really don't go out and show people houses or, you know, try to get listings. I get my license so that I can legitimately talk about it uh, on the radio, and we don't have any other agents, so it's not like we're out there putting for sale signs in front yards, although I did sell... Did i sell two of your own one one house i helped you buy i don't know i did something for you i, I do family deals yeah. always a fun time all right so um you know we're fortunate we're gonna uh, notch 25 years in business coming up this july and so we've got a lot of long-time customers and this is a client who i first financed when he moved to wisconsin uh, then he moved out to california couldn't help him there moved back to illinois one of the states we're licensed in, so we helped him a couple times there. Then he moved to Minnesota to be close to his grandchildren, mm. and we're licensed in Minnesota, so we we're able to help him there. And now uh, here they are. They had a 2.625% 30 year fixed rate on their Minnesota home, and they had been visiting. Uh, have you heard of the Villages, David? Of course, that's this huge development near Orlando and they have more land they are just I talked to somebody there because that's where these people are now buying their new primary residence um they're closing like 400 transactions a month oh yeah of new you construction. don't have to shovel sunshine no no and and everybody that I talked to who lives in in the villages loves it um and it's all owned by a family which is amazing has developed this land and mm-hmm. so so this client uh has a house under contract and we had talked a while back and i said well maybe you just want to pay cash you know because rates are kind of high this is when rates were in the high sevens back in november mm-hmm. and but this particular person has a secret weapon uh he is an ordained minister now he hasn't like had a church in a long long time he's done other philanthropic uh kind of fundraising stuff for various institutions but he has this special mm, tax advantage where he can designate uh some of his income as housing expense and then he pays zero tax on that money and so it's to his advantage to carry a mortgage because that counts as a housing expense and so what that does is take his 6.625 30-year fixed rate and crush, oh, because then guess what? He can also, on top of that, deduct the actual mortgage interest he pays, just like a regular human. Yeah. So this crushes his effective yeah. interest rate down to like 3.5. So... uh so I help him do all that math, because he was like, I'm not sure. I'm like, well, let me help you run the numbers, because I love numbers, and I come up with this, check with your tax advisor, but I'm pretty sure these numbers are good. So he's proceeding with a $400,000 mortgage, yeah. uh, with uh, Accident Mortgage. And again, we're up against the house lender, but we're gonna save him like at least three grand. Okay. Uh, in In closing costs. And we did fortunately lock in his interest rate, uh, before the jobs report. Uh, so he's he's getting, in his particular scenario, 6.625, and we're able to actually chip in $2,000 towards his loan costs rather than that uh, affiliated lender down there was going to you know, charge him at least that much in fees, uh, plus, plus uh, probably some points too. But now it's interesting. Um, they have their own title company down there, affiliated title company. And I'm talking to the real estate agent late last week. He's like, oh, they got to use that company. And I'm like, well, I don't want to argue with you. But in Florida, if the buyer is paying for all the title services, they can shop and shop around and get this, this, this title company has such a lock on the business in that community that when I called him in order to... Um, Try to get a quote when I called the captive title company. They're like, we aren't quoting you anything. We don't have a file open on this yet, and until there's a file open on it, and that'll probably be in March, we're not going to give you any information. I'm like, oh, thanks a lot. I guess you have what do you call that? All the business you can handle? Monopolistic. Monopolistic. That's a, that's so- a
2: mafia hold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so we got that, I feel good about that. We're going to help them, you know, realize their dreams and Hey, as much as they loved living by their grandchildren in cold and snowy Minnesota, they're really looking forward to several years in the sunshine and this is yeah. now going to be their primary residence because, Oh, th- wait, one more little thing on that. They in the beginning of December made this decision and they're like, yeah, we probably shouldn't list our house for sale here in December. They're talking to their agent. The agent calls them up and says, I have somebody who would like to buy your house as long as you can be out the week before Christmas. So they for the loaded right up price, the truck.
2: For the right exactly. price? Exactly. Absolutely. So they, Make me an offer.
0: They put all their, sold whatever they had to do in two Christmas weeks. Christmas at the Ritz. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there's a baby boomer who is breaking the trend and is willing to uh, pack it all up and move. Hey, why? Sunshine.
2: Swap, right, out, when
0: we, swap out. swap out two and a half percent for sunshine
2: a lot of folks are going to do that
0: yeah that's right all right when we come back david is going to decide what we talk about in the last segment you're listening to the acuda mortgage and realty show on am620 wtmj
1: find a place to call home without the headache. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ.
2: Welcome back to the AcuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David. That's Brian. Uh, Dad, I wanted to circle back on a story that we had told about one of Tim's clients who uh, was proceeding with divorce, but I wanted to first begin with a, like a Happy outcome of some clients of mine who are splitting up, if that's you know possible. So oh yeah,
0: tell us that joyous tale of splitting up. Well, I
2: mean, because it's it's going to work out. Uh, So this is amicable, at least as far as I can tell. And last year, um, man and a woman. He was the only one on the note, the borrowed money, but they both were on title as owners of the home. That was but not married, but not married that was that is a key, actually uh, uh, detail that they were both on title to the home because when I got the call to you know, hey, you know, I, Bob, am leaving the property, but Sally would like to retain the home. Hmm. Well, she wasn't on the borrowed money. and And so to do this in the clean way that they had in mind, we needed, to refinance to reborrow the money to prove well can sally she wasn't on our borrowed money when you bought this a year ago does her income and other debts allow her to afford the borrowed money yeah um that thankfully the answer was yes okay and they were able to execute the term as a rate and term refinance because Sally was already an owner on the property otherwise she it would have
0: been the less favorably priced cash out refinance
2: or so, she would or it would have had to been some because they weren't purchase, married some kind of yeah, yeah weird
0: acquisition you know something what about the uh, equity in the home is somebody getting equity out of it or is that somehow no. huh. that is
2: well, but because they're not married, there's no mechanism by which they need to figure that out. I think privately they're going to figure something out, but that is not the purview of how we're helping them put the house in her name.
0: So, uh, you know, th- we conveniently, the whole world, including us, we say we're in the mortgage business. Well, what we're really in is the note, the promise to pay back the money. Yeah. Yeah. And the mortgage business, which is if you don't pay back the note, we get to take your house away So what we're talking about here and this happens a lot and that's the situation with Tim's uh, divorcing uh, Client as well. The husband was the only person on the note Mm -hmm. but because they were married and Wisconsin's a marital property state she had to sign the mortgage to give permission for the property to be used as collateral uh for the note and what i never really paid attention to before until i got involved in this situation a couple weeks ago was that on the mortgage document it refers to the people who sign it as borrowers even if they're not borrowers yeah this should should be called owners. yeah well they should be called owners, but you know, I'm going to have to send an email into Fannie Mae to see if they'll change that form for me. But, and so in this particular case, the um, a wife's attorney was insistent that she be legally removed from the mortgage document, because as an owner who signed the mortgage, if the guy ever went delinquent and the lender had to um, file a foreclosure, that county of its Waukesha County would report to the credit bureaus. Hey, there's a foreclosure action against both of the owners and the contention was and that would ruin her credit I could not get a straight answer as to whether a public records reporting of a foreclosure would actually impact the FICO or credit score because in her situation there would be no line item on her credit report reflecting right. the loan There's that no went delinquent and into foreclosure so someday i hope to find out the answer but here's the good news i got on the phone because this is the kind of service you get from a local lender i got on the phone with our client the husband and got through to wells fargo hit all the buttons, got to the right person and said, oh, it's somebody from their land acquisitions team that has to call our client back to talk about officially getting his future ex-wife legally relieved of her obligations on the mortgage. I didn't think that they would be willing to do that, but they called him on Friday and said, we're going to do that and we'll have it done. It'll probably take us four weeks. We'll let you know if that really happens. But that was a nice, so now he doesn't have to refinance yeah you know because otherwise his two point something right yeah exactly so he's a happy camper i think it's going to work out well that's all the time we have for today's show folks please tune in again next week for another edition of the academic mortgage and realty show heard exclusively on wisconsin's radio station am620 wtmj the proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee LLC.